Let Me Google That is sponsored by Water Cooler Trivia. In a disconnected world, feeling connected to the people you spend 3,000 million hours a day with at work can be weird and hard. Water Cooler Trivia can help. Their curious, clever crew creates custom trivia quizzes that you and your team can play on your own time, and then you can all bond over the results. And the best part is that you get to show off your encyclopedic knowledge of 90s pop culture. Get your geek on at watercoolertrivia.com and tell them Let Me Google That sent you. So the first country to introduce vehicle identification plates was France, and this was in 1893, and Germany followed a few years after that. So those countries at first only issued them upon registration, however, the Netherlands was the first country to actually make it a national requirement in 1898. So New York was the first U.S. state to require plates, and that was in 1903. And at first, the government didn't issue them, like the state government didn't hand them out to car owners when they registered a vehicle. People actually had to make their own. So Massachusetts would become the first state to issue them. It was around the same time in the early 1900s. So early license plates generally followed the principle of high contrast for clear readability. So black on white was kind of the preference. So for as long as people actually had to make them themselves, they basically used whatever materials that they had that would fit the bill. So iron and ceramics, uh, even porcelain, were common early on, but these materials were pretty breakable, so people also experimented with using cardboard, plastic, leather, even pressed soybeans uh, to create textiles during wartime shortages. So jurisdictions from country to city meant that the size requirements um, weren't actually standardized until the late 1950s. So at this point, as cars became much more commonplace, automakers all over the world kind of agreed that there was a need for international standards for license plates, at least in terms of their purpose. So of course, as car design goes, it varies around the world. So several places have slightly different standards in terms of the dimensions of the plates, just so that they work with the design of the cars, although they all pretty much do have the same fundamental purpose and therefore have to have some key features. So each country might also have a slightly different way of going about how to indicate certain special things, so like denoting government vehicles from civilian vehicles, for instance. So pretty much every nation uses alphanumeric characters, colors, reflective coding, and like raised numbers or symbols in one way or another. How all of those pieces come together and what they represent is decided by not even necessarily like by the federal government but often by city governments or municipal governments so it can even change within countries so if you go from province to province in Canada they have different license plates and obviously in the US each state has their own set of plates and actually license plates in the United States have a pretty distinctive history partially because each state really goes ham on designing plates that feel personal and that are like representative of that state's culture. So the only vehicles in the U.S. that don't have plates and that are not required to have plates if they are motor vehicles on the road um, are military vehicles. So a lot of times if you're traveling on the highway, you'll see some military vehicles. They don't have plates. It's kind of creepy, but I mean, if you see a Humvee, like, you know what it is. One thing that's interesting about license plate manufacturing in the U.S. is that all of our license plates are made by prison inmates. And this is something that I knew even prior to this because I've actually been to the plate shop 
uh, at the state prison in my state a couple of times, actually, I've, I've gone in there. It's really fascinating. I mean, the, it's an interesting sort of labor job, and it's an interesting way to create something that is so ubiquitous and that we have to have such an incredibly high number of. Um, but to have sort of sourced it out to this one particular population is really interesting, because I think you probably imagine that there are just license plate factories. Um, but in fact, the license plate factories, and this is actually kind of a, I mean, I don't know if this is true in any other state, but I've definitely heard people refer to getting a prison sentence as being, oh, I'm going to work at the plate factory, which means like, oh, I'm going to prison. I don't know if any other state says that, but they do in my state. This Wikipedia entry is intense. Like you could get lost in it all weekend. And I hope that you do. And I hope that if you do, you call in and you let me know. Or if you are in a place other than the US, definitely call in and let me know what your license plates look like. So the other thing is, is that I hope that if you are listening and uh, researching license plates over the weekend, that you will call in so that we can all talk about vanity plates. If you have vanity plates, if you know somebody who does, or if you see a really good one, I am one of those people who if I see a good vanity plate on the road, I will like do everything in my power to try to take a picture of it. So if you have them though, definitely call in and tell me about them.